Minjeka. Hello, I am Samsara and you are listening to Samsara's Dramas. Before we begin, I would like to acknowledge this podcast is created in Nam on the lands of the Kulin Nation and thank them for allowing us to tell our stories here. Samsara's Dramas is a podcast which features scripts written by myself and acted out by an amazing ensemble of actors. These scripts cross a wide array of performance types, including stage and film, and are a mix of original works and adaptations. As you know, many of Australia's major entertainment venues have had to close their doors for an unspecified period of time as a response to the public health risks of COVID-19. In order to fill the entertainment gap, especially in this time of mass self-isolation, Samsara's Dramas has temporarily increased the release of material from fortnightly to three times a week, on Wednesdays, Fridays and Sundays. We're near the end of the players this week with box set six. There are actually six chapters left rather than the usual five plus the finale, so I have decided to break them into two slightly smaller supercuts for easier listening. Today, sit back and listen to the mayhem of opening night for King Richard III. Emerald, River and Frank try to solve a last-minute staging malfunction and Edward and Sienna get a whole lot closer in their dressing rooms. call Henri and Emerald to the boardroom to sort out some problems with the show design. Thanks for coming, you two. I know this design meeting is ad hoc, but Frank and I feel it's really important to get a jump on problem solving your designs and resource requirements for Richard III. In theory, we still have a few more weeks, but I think we all know how quickly the time is going to run away with us. Yes, your set looks fantastic, Emerald. Thank you. But uh, I, I can already right. see there are a few problems which would take more than the usual amount of time to solve. Problems? Are you saying that we can't do it, Frank? Not at all. Not if we jump on them right now. If we leave them to the last minute, though, I can't see it happening. Well, it has to happen. It all has to happen. If, if you leave anything out, the vision won't make sense. We know, um, that's why we want to get on to the problem solving now. Excuse me, but I didn't know what... I am here. The set has nothing to do with me. I know, Henri, but everything has budget implications. So if the set needs a little more money, then we may have to cut the costume allocation. No! I cannot do this design for less. As it is, Fabian and I will be working for free, Pratigmont. There will be no cuts! Relax, Henri. I I don't think that will be necessary. The balance is always between time and money. River and I are trying to get time on our side so that nobody has to touch the money. Oh, oh. this is good. Okay. So again, why am I here? I'm happy you're here, Henri. It's important that the costumes and the set are syncopate, so we should always have these kinds of meetings together, I think. And besides, you know I live to gaze into your big brown eyes and drown in your... Creative genius. <laughs> uh, I think I need to make the vomit smart. <laughs> I don't speak a word of French, Henri, but I'm pretty sure I know what you just said. I totally agree. Uh, hey, don't be mean. <laughs> I'm just an adoring fan. <laughs> all right, all right, you lot. As much fun as this is, we we do need you here for other reasons, Henri. We also have to get a push on the publicity for the show, and for that we need key cast members in costume. And by key cast members, I suspect you mean Edward? Oh, mon dieu, that man is difficile. Ugh, understatement of the century. Is he causing you problems already, Henri? Eurusman, uh, it is not me. Ah, but Fabian, Monsieur Drummond is not happy about the measures, and I said Fabian is making the costumes too big. It's a, it's a measurement. How can Fabian fake a measurement? Uh, oui, this is what we have said. But he insists his waist is smaller than we have noted and Le Corsage is broader. Yeah, that'd be right. This is why I'm glad I only have to deal with the carpenters. <laughs> well, and you, of course, Frank. Well, I promise not to make anywhere near the trouble it sounds like Edward is causing you. Bless you. What has he said about the hunch, Henri? Uh, he is still refusing to wave it. Oh, dear. Uh, do not worry, my jeune femme. 
Fabian and I have a plan. Oh, this will be good. Tell us on, right? Well, it goes like this. I have made the bump, and Fabian has tailored the royal jacket first. We have a fitting organized for this afternoon. I will distract Monsieur Drummond with my wit and personality, whilst I quickly slip on the bump. Fabian will then race on rapid, common wazoo, and slip the jacket over it and start fitting and fiddling. By the time we are finished, he will be so amazed with how he looks, he will forget all about the home. <laughs> hey, that could actually work. Oh, maybe. Mm, no, I don't think it will. He's... He's too smart for that. <laughs> okay, you think he's smart, Emerald? Look, I hate to say it, but... Edward is extremely vain. Mm. <laughs> he's gonna look at himself from the front, the back, from the side just to make sure that he looks perfect. He will notice the bump. True. Is there a plan B, Henri? It is funny you should ask that, Frank. Uh, we, we do have a plan B, <gasps> as you say. Yes! <laughs> I love it when you and Fabian get sneaky. Ah, <laughs> ma chérie, I still have so much to teach you. Teach me everything. <laughs> Come on, Henri, tell us the rest. Yeah. <laughs> well, whilst Fabian was crafting his magnificent creation, I have put together an inferior version. <gasps> Henri, you don't make anything inferior. It's not in your DNA. Uh, wait, wait, this is true. No, Mama. This is an extraordinary circumstance, however, so I must use extreme measures. I have made a jacket which, without the ump, we still look... Uh, how do you say it? Uh, afro. Uh, awful. <laughs> Henri, that is pure genius. Very impressive indeed. Henri... I'm in shock and awe over your underhandedness. Please accept my curtsy of respect. And here is one for me too. Oh la la. Mademoiselle, I am only too glad to be of service. Henri and Fabien enact their dastardly plan to bring Edward into line. Come, come, Fabien. We must hurry. Monsieur Drummond will be here any moment. And he can be trash when he is waiting, no? He is very, uh, as they say, open self, don't you think? <laughs> oh, oh, no, 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 not there. Oh, la, la. Sometimes, sometimes I wonder about you, Fabien. Monsieur Drummond, there you are. Uh, may I call you Edward? No, you may not. Uh, I see. We are not yet at that point of comfort. I understand. Never mind. By the time this show is ready, you and I will be the me and me. You will see. I doubt that very much, Henri. I don't socialize with the help. The uh, help? Well... <clears throat> you are right. Mm. The customer is always right. This is true. Can we get on with this? I have to get back to the rehearsals. Michael always makes the worst decisions when I'm not in the room. Really? So, uh, this Rishi Zesert is a very uh, crooked man, eh? Inside and out, according to Michael. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there, I have told him a million times. You just can't make a sow's ear out of a silk purse. <laughs> oh, dear. Mm, it's impossible to make me look anything other than utterly irresistible. You'd agree, wouldn't you? Yes, I know you would. Thank you. We, uh, well, we shall do our best, hey, Fabian. Uh, but now we must begin with the foundation, uh, the basis, they say. Ah, oui. La fondation, la plus important. Uh, oh, it is a pleasure to work with a man who knows le français, eh, Fabian? Mm, yes, well, I'm not one of those hottentots that you are so used to serving. I know the world, and I know my place in it. Oui. Fabian and I also know your place in Le Monde. I beg your pardon. I just mean we are aware of what a grand homme you are, of course. Yes. Well, as long as you know your place. Uh, let us get started, shall we? As I said, we need to start at the base. 
Fabian, bring me the op. What on earth is that? This is your orange back. I am not wearing that. Uh, but you must, Edward. I said you could not call me that. Then why, Monsieur Drummond? Much better. Uh, but, Monsieur, King Richard III had very bad, uh, you say, uh, scoliosis. So what? Uh, his spine was so bent, it was almost impossible to wear the armour or even to ride Le Cheval. So, I will lean over, understand? It will be very hard for you to lean over for three hours, monsieur. And it would mm. not be good for Le Dos. Oh, why, you could end up with Le Scolios yourself. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, that would be la tragedy. No, no, you should wear this hump and then you'll be comfortable and mm. stay on bon santé. Mm. Yeah, mm. yes. Well, that that does make sense. <laughs> no sense killing myself for a roll, eh? <laughs> all right, all right then, all right. I shall I shall try it on. I'm not promising anything though. Do you understand? I'm not agreeing to wear it, mind you. I'll just give it a go. Bien. Okay. Yeah. Fabian, quick, pass me the uniform so Monsieur the Roman can see how regal he will look, despite the young. later, Richard III is about to open and Sophia de Mondo has arrived in town. She sends an email to Flora. In this scene, the role of Sophia will be played by Samsara. Hi, Flora. How are you finding the weather there? O arrivato last night and your mama very kindly came to Lierpoto herself to meet me. She is una bella donna. Although perhaps she is a bit older than I imagined. Your house is bellissima. I don't think I understood how rich your family actually is. I have been given a whole suite of rooms, not just a bedroom. <laughs> of course, I live in a palace myself in La Venezia. But it is an vecchio edificio, so the rooms are piccolo compared to quella casa. This morning I met your sister Riva. I was surprised how friendly she was. After everything you told me, I expected a <laughs> drago sputafuoco, <laughs> a fire-breathing dragon. We didn't talk long though because your papa's play is opening tonight. So everyone had to run off to get things organized. I have been left here to rest so I can enjoy i festeggiamente. I have not met your papa. Edward, I look forward to it very much. You have told me so much about him. I googled his nome, but was surprised I could not find out too much. Oh, pensato, he was a famous actor, but could only find information about a couple of small films on IMDb. There are many articles which lie and say he is with the many women, but I am sure he is in love with your mama and has never been unfaithful. I know you do well, mi amica. A girl... Ah, bollocks! A woman as sweet and lovely as you. Uh, there. 
bloody computers. A woman as sweet and lovely as you could only be the product of two of the most perfect parents, certamente. You did tell me they had a fight, which is why he is not here at La Dogaza. But I am sure it is nothing too serious, and they will soon be back in love and together in this wonderful dream house. Dream house. There. Now that I have seen where you live, I am more suppressed. You did not want to come home. Still, you are a very strong young lady, and I expect you will make a great success of your exciting adventure. My parents provided all the right documentation for your mama, so she has no concerns at all about you. Just remember, you must get in touch regularly so genitori do not start asking too many questions. I do not expect trouble from your papa, but I am less certain about your mama. She is molto intelligente and will be much harder to fool as time goes on. We have created enough pictures to send to keep them happy for a month or so, but do not forget to make more. There are lots of famous punti di riferimento in Venezia, so you should not have trouble sourcing more. If you find yourself running out, just find some generic cafe e ristoranti italiano where you are. I am sure no one will ever notice. I know your mama was married to Signor Morello, but Morello Industries is based in Milano, so it is unlikely she is intimately familiar with La Venezia, eh? Oh, oh, I must go now. I have to start getting ready. Your mama is sending on a limousine to take me to the theater. And I want to be ready when it arrives. I am very excited about tonight. And I don't seem to be suffering from the jet lag. So it should be great fun. <laughs> I look forward to la tua risposta. From la tua più cara amica, la principessa Sofia de Mondo. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Hug, 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 hug. There. Time for stage two. It is opening night of Richard III and Edward is having trouble with his costume. In this scene, the role of Sienna will be played by Samsara. Ladies and gentlemen of Dramatica's company, this is your half hour call. 30 Marie. minutes until curtains for opening night. Henri! <laughs> this doesn't fit right. Fabian has botched it. Henri! Uh, I'm coming, Monsieur Drummond! Well, don't dally, hurry up! Wait, 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 uh, Ariam, uh, uh, t- tell Henri what has happened. I can't, I can't get my arm in. Bloody Fabergé is sewing this hole's clothes. Uh, let Henri see. Here, fix it. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, dramatic bloody won't wear it at all. Please be you advised, must. the house None of the is costumes now live. will fit if you do not wear the home. The house is now live. Thank you. Right. I will wear the other costume that Fabulon made. 
It may not be quite as good, but at least I won't be disfigured. No, 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 Monsieur Drummond. Hey, give me a moment and I will fix you and everything will be perfect for the premiere. Hey. Go away. I'm busy. Bloody ignoramuses. Don't they know that an actor has to centre themselves before a performance? I can't keep being interrupted like this. I'm the star of the show, for goodness sake. It's me, Sienna. Are you decent? Sienna, why didn't you say it was you? Yes, yes. Yes. Come in, Matt. Come in, come in. I just wanted to pop my head in and say chuckers. <laughs> oh, God. Such a colonial phrase. Uh, and may... You break a leg too, my dear. Uh, Monsieur. Uh, well, I don't know if that's any better, but thank you. Uh, I will. Yeah, yeah, Monsieur. Uh, Trezis, I think you were trying to put it on, uh, you say, uh, back to the front. Nonsense. Uh, I do know how to dress myself, you know. Uh, wait, wait, but perhaps the stress of opening night. I do not get stressed. Oh, Edward. Ed. Call me Ed. Ed. We're all a bit anxious. There's a light riding on this. It's okay. Well, not me. I mean, I have complete confidence in my own talents and abilities. <laughs> you never change, do you? <laughs> and that is exactly why you like me so much, isn't it? Admit it! Mm. You have enjoyed our growing friendship as much as I have. I do admit you have shown me a side of you I never knew existed. And I have so much more that I'd like to show you. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, give me your arm. Uh, yes, uh, good, good. And now, see other one? Uh, what are you doing? Oh, yes, I see. Well, bloody Fabergé obviously hung it up the wrong way, which is why I couldn't get into it. Uh, oui, I am sure that is what happened. What I is? shall speak with him about it. Mm. Well, just you make sure that you do. Edward! Ed! Ed! Let it go. The problem is fixed now. And now, the jacket. <gasps> wow, it looks amazing, doesn't it? <gasps> well done, Henri. Thank you, mademoiselle. Uh, and may I say, you two look stunning and regal, see? Why, uh, thank you, my liege. <laughs> yes, yes, well, I am your king, aren't I? Uh, well, for the next three hours, at least. Mm. This is the 15 minute call. I repeat, your 15 minute call. 15 minutes! Ah! I have to finish getting ready! Oh, there you are, Sienna. I was about to send out a search party. Oh, I'm so sorry, River. I just wanted to check in on Edward. Is everything alright, Edward? Oh, it was nothing a common Tabernet Frenchman could not fix, of course. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I had a serious costume malfunction. <sighs> But Henri here was able to salvage the situation, I guess. Good. I have to keep moving. Chuckers River! Ditto. I'll let Henri. Mum was asking for you earlier. I think she expects you in the foyer to schmooze the VIPs. <laughs> I am finished down here. All the crises have been evit. I shall add on up now. Uh, um, no? Oh, wait! Henri! What about my makeup? Oh, everyone is doing their own makeup, Edward. You know that. But opening night. Relaxed. I can help you with your makeup as long as you are willing to come to my dressing room so I can do my own at the same time. Oh, what a wonderful idea, see. Let's do it. Let's let's go. Let's go now. So All right, rush. let's go. Come on. Oh, uh, when did those two get so cozy? I didn't know, but my alarm bells are lasonary. Well, we don't have time to worry about it now. I have pre-show checks to do, and <laughs> you have champagne to drink. Oui, it is time to enjoy the fruit de mon labeur. Je vous dis merde. Merde. <clears throat> Karana bumps into Michael in the foyer before the show. Ah, Karana, my dear, I'm so glad you chose to come. Mr. Bannister. Oh, call me Michael. Okay, Michael. Much better. Thank you so much for um, inviting me. Oh, 
After all the work you did to get us through the Dramaticus launch last year, could we possibly leave you out? Oh, that's very kind of you, but I really only worked for two days. Ah, yes, but two days with Edward is equal to two years in any other uh, workplace. Well, it was really Flora who caused the most stress. And don't we all know it? And then after what happened at Christmas... Ah, Karana, I think it's best if none of us ever refer to that again, don't you? Yeah, I, I guess so. It is never a good idea to talk about the elephant in the room, now is it? Yeah, I've personally never called Edward an elephant, but if the shoe fits... <laughs> I suspect he may have the memory of one. Ah, uh, I've been directing him for weeks now. Trust me when I say he has the memory of a goldfish, not an <laughs> elephant. Oh, you make me laugh, Michael. And, you know, it's been a while since I've done that, so thank you. No, you should laugh more. Your face lights up when you're small. Oh, um, thank you for saying that. Is everything okay? You look a bit uncomfortable. Oh, oh no, I'm, I'm fine. In case you're worried, I can assure you Edward will not unexpectedly appear to ruin your night. He is probably too busy driving River crazy with last-minute demands backstage. Oh, no, I, I wasn't worried about that. Hmm. Is it Brick? Ah, has he been pestering you? I told him to treat you with respect. You just give me the word and I'll get that young whippersnapper right back in line. <laughs> no, no, Brick has been nothing but a gentleman. He's very sweet and extremely patient. Oh, good. Just don't hesitate to let me know if that changes, yeah? So, you told him to back off? Well, for a bit at least. I thought you might need some time after we've got the wars. <sighs> well, thank you. No, oh, don't thank me. I should have done more to protect you. Um, Michael? Yes, my dear? I don't really know how to say this. No, I just spit it out. It's better out than in, as they say. Alright. Um, okay. I... I'm not interested in starting a relationship. What? I mean, it's it's too soon after Edward, and I really need to get my head clear. Hey, and... uh, what on earth makes you think I want to date you? Well, don't you? Look, you're a lovely-looking woman, and you look positively gobsmacking in that gown, but Karana, you are more than half my age. I don't go in for cradle snatching. I'm not that young. Uh, so you do want me to ask you out? No, of, of course not. Oh, God. Uh, I mean, look... Don't worry. Look, I do know what you mean. Besides, don't get me wrong, but you just aren't interesting enough. What? Karana, you haven't lived enough life yet for me to be able to have anything like an interesting conversation with you. I like to be able to talk and laugh and play with the women I date. I like them to have life experience. I like them to be able to get my jokes and share my concerns. There is no point in me dating anyone under the age of 40. I would imagine it must be the same f well, for you, but in reverse. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, I hadn't thought about that. Really? Did Edward understand your jokes? Well, we really didn't talk much. Stop talking, I don't want to hear about Edward's love life. Okay, sorry. I'm sorry. Damn it! Oh, now I can't get that image out of my head. Oh, I need a drink. Can I get you one? No, thank you. And, and I am sorry. Ah, oh, jeez. Don't worry about it. Just mingle schmooze. There are lots of very important people you can connect with to advance your career. Make the most of the event, and most importantly... Yes. Have a bloody good time, young lady. Oh, and uh, enjoy the show, of course. Sophia catches up with Ruby in the foyer over pre-show drinks. Well, Sophia, welcome to the glitz and glamour of Australian culture. Everyone is dressed so elegant. Yes, they are, aren't they? Very un-Australian, I assure you. Oh, you make a very funny joke, Signora Drummond. Call me Ruby. You were with us for a year, so we may as well get rid of unnecessary formalities. Grazie, Signore. 
What a really. I still can't believe your parents managed to organise this exchange with Flora so quickly. I do hope she is settling in with, with your family in Venice. Okay. My family adore Flora. I still find it stupefiante how much having a royal title, how do you say, lisciare, smooth. Being a nobilita smooths away from many things. I, I can see that. May I say, your gown is lovely. It looks like an ensemble creazione, but it cannot be, of course. Why, why can't it be? His gowns are priceless. Do you think we are poor? Or would we own our own theatre if we were struggling for money? No, 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 of course not. I did, I did not mean anything. I'm, I meant Henri is Franchise. I did not expect to see his designs in such a distant land. I'm sorry I snapped, Sophia. I I guess I'm just nervous it's opening night and all. It is okay, Ruby. It is I who made this prosposito. Let's agree we both made the wrong assumptions, eh? Do you like Henri's design? Oh, see, I have always dreamed of wearing an ensemble gown. Well, we can definitely do something to make that dream come true. Oh, no, that would be too much. Nonsense! Henri and I are good friends. In fact, he has designed the costumes for this play we sing tonight. No! Yes, indeed. In, in fact, I was expecting him to be up here by now and join the champagne with us. I would be so excited to meet him! Frank has called River and Emerald to the stage for an emergency meeting. Frank, we're here. Now, what is the emergency and why do you need Emerald here to fix it? Yes, Frank. I'm happy to leave everything in your capable hands now. Look, you probably know better how everything works, so what could possibly need my attention ten minutes before the curtain goes up? River, Emerald. I am so glad you were here. We have a big problem. What is it, Frank? The hydraulics of the prison truck aren't working. Well, I can't fix it. I know, I know. The head mechanist is working on it right now. But the show is about to go up, and I don't think it's going to be ready for the show. It has to be. I know that, Emerald, but we don't have magic, and we don't have time. Oh, then think of something, Frank. I can't. All right, you too. Shh. There is no use in us panicking. Let's calm down and think logically. Calm down? The set doesn't work. And it's all Frank's fault! Hey! It's nobody's fault, Emerald. Things just happen. You know that. Yeah, okay. Alright. Yes, I do know that. Frank, I'm sorry. I'm just freaking out. To be honest, so am I. This is why I asked River to get you down here. I didn't want to stress you out, but I feel we need you to make the, some last-minute staging decisions as the designer. Okay, okay, Frank. So what do you need from Emerald? Well, if we can't get the hydraulics fixed, what do you want us to do for the prison scene? Well, Frank, what can we do? Not much. Right. But I, I do have a couple of suggestions. Alright. What are... Well, we could call on all the stage crew and have them manually carry the furniture on and off between seats. Oh, very old school, Frank. Yes, but it works. Don't think Uncle Mike will like that. Or really slow down the transitions, which could ruin the pace of the plate. Yes, and they'll also just look shit. It'll be the right furniture, the wrong surrounds. I have an idea. Look, I'll take anything at this point. What is it? Well, perhaps we could compromise a bit and just bring out one or two of the items and play the scenes in a spotlight so the audience doesn't see the surroundings. Is the lighting designer going to be happy with that? We have a problem to solve, and if it is solved as simply as that, then that is what we're going to do. I think it's a great idea, River. Like it should only take a few moments to program something into the lighting board. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, it's, it's risky, Frank. What if the lighting cubes get out of order, and it hasn't even been rehearsed? No, and, no, no, no. I think it's a good compromise, though, River. Look, I would be fine for us doing that, just for tonight. 
I expect the problem to be fixed for the next show, of course. Of course. Okay, we'll go with that. I will speak to the crew and the lighting up. Oh, okay, I will go and break the news to the cast and talk them through it. Edward will take it so well, I'm sure. And I'm going to go find another glass of champers. Or five. To scull so that I can appreciate everyone's efforts that little bit more when I see them. <laughs> Ruby and Sophia continue their chat in the foyer. Do you like Henri's design? Oh, see, I have always dreamed of wearing an ensemble gown. Well, we can definitely do something to make that dream come true. Oh, no, that would be too much. Nonsense! Henri and I are good friends. In fact, he has designed the costumes for this play we sing tonight. No! Yes, indeed. In, in fact, I was expecting him to be up here by now and join Champagne with us. I would be so excited to meet him. Mrs. Drummond. Karana, what are you doing here? <laughs> well, I just wanted to thank you for inviting me tonight. I did no such thing. Uh, but Michael, um... Michael! I am going to kill him. How could he? You mean you didn't know I was coming? I most certainly did not! If I had known, I would have rescinded the invitation immediately. Oh... Uh, Signora Ruby, who is this lady and why does she upset you so much? She is nothing but trash. You have no right to be here, Karana. Not after your sordid little affair with my husband. And then... And then to have the nerve to come to our house for Christmas dinner. Look, Mrs Drummond, I am so, so sorry. It wasn't what I wanted. Karana. Oh, so that is you. You know about Karana? Sisi, Fruadomi. She has no right to talk about personal matters like that to complete strangers. I am not a stranger, Ruby. Flora and I are best friends. You've only known each other for, for what? Two months. <laughs> a lot can happen in two months. Oh, be quiet, Piranha! And why are you still here anyway? Get out of my sight before I call security. What is the matter here? Madame Drummond, you seem very upset. Henry, thank goodness you were here. Piranha! What are you doing here? Michael invited me, okay? I thought Ruby did too, but I can see I was wrong. Insensitive Get away from us. This is supposed to be a night of joy and accomplishment. And you bring the memories of pain and loss. Oh, la la. Get away now. I'm so sorry, Ruby. I, I didn't mean to... Disparate! I... Now! Okay. Fine. Thank you, Henri. I can't believe Michael invited that woman. I cannot believe she came one more. You have ridden in like my knight in shining armour and saved this damsel in distress. Thank you, Henri. Ah, I am always here for you, madame. This you already know. I can't believe I am standing here with Henri in real time. We, oui, we, oui, it is I, Henri. Fabian is looking here somewhere too. Oh, Henri, th this is Pro um, Princess Sophia de Mundo. Oh, in princess. Bonsoir, Vontresses. Bonsoir, Signora. And you may call me Sophia. Ah, Merci, Sophia. Uh, call me Henri, s'il vous plaît. And you should start calling me Ruby, Henri. It's ridiculous that you still call me Mrs. Drummond, especially with the state my marriage is in. I've been waiting a long time for this day. You offer me this great honour, Ruby. I'm sorry it took me so long. It is easy to fall into habits which eventually do not fit, but we do not like to change them in case it changes other things too. Yes, I see what you mean. Are you feeling better now? Yes. Having you here is very calming. <laughs> so, Honoré put you to sleep, does he? <laughs> that is not what I meant. <laughs> I hope not. Mm, I am starting to feel like a desrota. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, we didn't mean to leave you out. No, no. E piacevole. You two look like you want to be alone and I need to refresh my drink. El Cupido works better when there are only two persone. See? <laughs> Cupid? <laughs> no, 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 no. You, you have completely the wrong idea, Sophia. Does she? Ruby? 
Sienna settles Edward in her dressing room. In this scene, the role of Sienna is played by Sophie Rose. Here, Edward, you can use this part of the bench. The mirrors and lights extend across the whole wall, so you'll be able to see what you're doing. I don't understand why I have to wear makeup. I'm sure King Richard III never wore it. And everyone is so insistent on bloody authenticity. We might be portraying a candlelit history, Ed, but we are playing under tungsten lights. And according to the play, Richard is not a ghost yet. <laughs> That's what I like about you, Sienna. You always have such a witty piece of repartee to lighten up any mood. Thank you, Ed. Well, come on. What? Your turn. My turn for what? It's your turn to tell me what you like about me. What? Well, I give you a compliment, and then you give me one. That's how it works. Ah, <laughs> uh, Ed, we don't have time for this. There is always time for manners, young lady. Ooh, young lady, am I? Mm -hmm. Did I just prick your ego, my lord? Did I rub you up the wrong way? Oh, yes, ladies. Ah, <laughs> uh, Edward, you make me laugh too. That's what we are, laughing buddies. Mm. Who would have thought? <laughs> Who indeed? Uh, oh, I, uh, I can't get this foundation on evenly. Here, let me help. Thank you. It's all that manly stubble getting in the way. Look at this sponge. You've shredded it. Do you uh, like that manly stubble? I see. I admit to a certain partiality to hairy men. I find it kind of weird that men shave their bodies. What about uh, you, Ed? Do you like your woman sprouting a bit of fur? <coughs> it depends. On what? Their species? Well, yes. Uh, I quite like the full growth of my horses and dogs, but I'm a bit more particular with my women. <sighs> there. Done. You can do the rest yourself. I have some touch-ups to do on my own makeup. Five minutes, Sienna. Edward, five minutes until beginners. Five minutes. Thanks, River. <sighs> Bugger. Not even in costume yet. I'll be right back. You can change here. <clears throat> I won't peek. Not bloody likely, Ed. <laughs> Besides, you might see some hair in places you don't like it to be. <laughs> Does it bother you I might not like it? Everybody wants to maintain the illusion of sexiness. I'll be right back. I do think you're sexy, Sienna. Why, thank you, my chivalrous knight. Ouch! Bloody mascara! Are you okay? I just poked my eye with a mascara wand. There are tissues on my side of the bench. <laughs> right, yeah, thank you. See? Yes, Ed? Why did you repeat that time back to River a moment ago? Theatre etiquette. It let her know I heard the time call and understood it. Doesn't you already know that? You do have all your faculties working, after all. It's not about that, Ed. Huh? Besides, you should hear some of the River's horror stories about actors missing their calls sometimes. I definitely never want that to happen to me. <sighs> Sienna Bannister. You look stunning. Thank you, Ed. Well, this is where you compliment me back, remember? <laughs> Ah, yes. You look quite dapper yourself, my king. <laughs> you positively take my breath away. Stop it. You're going too far now. Come here, beautiful lady. Let me give you a twirl. <laughs> I want to see all of you in that beautiful gown. And your beautiful body. You flatter me, sir. Yes, I do, don't I? Ed, you look so serious all of a sudden. Sienna, I think I am very serious all of a sudden. Ed, you have to let me go. No. I have to put my shoes on. Let me hold you for just a moment longer. I never noticed how blue your eyes are until now. Did you know yours are hazel, not brown? Are they? Lean in, a bit closer, just to be sure. Head, 
Ladies and gentlemen of Dramaticus Company, this is your beginner's call. I repeat, this is beginner's You have to go. Mr. Drummond, Mr. Holder, and Mr. Falsworth. Not yet. Your call to the stage. Well, Mr. Drummond, you just Mr. Holder, go, and Mr. Ed. Falsworth. Positions please. Get out of here. The play is about to begin. All right, but we will continue this after. I don't know, Ed. It's not a good idea. Do not deny yourself. Do not deny us. Just doing what comes naturally. We don't have time for this discussion. You have to get on stage. Right, we're going, but... See? Yes? Remember this. Sienna, what are you doing? The opening night of Richard III has been a huge success and the audience won't stop applauding. In this scene, the role of Sienna is played by Sophie Rose. Come on, you lot. Get back out there. You've earned a second bow. Lights, can we step back to Q152 and my go? Yep, let's go. Hurry, Edward. We should have rehearsed this. It's a schmozzle out there, Michael. Come on, Ed. Let's just enjoy the moment. Stand by for curtains out and lights 152. Is everybody in place, Uncle Mike? Yep, we're good to go, really. Curtains out and lights 152 go. Stand by for curtains in and lights 153. Okay, everyone bow. We know what to do, you know. Smile, Edward. Good. Now, wait for the operators. Such ridiculous move. Ed, squeal the moments. Now, acknowledge River. And one more bow. Curtain in and lights 153, go. Stand by for house lights up. House lights up, go. Great show, everybody. Can we please have work lights up on stage? Thank you. River of Comps. Well, we did it. Great job, everyone. Yes, you were all amazing. And obviously the audience loved it. Well, I think we should have done a third curtain call. You... We're too hasty, River. No, uh, she wasn't. Oh, well. There is nothing worse than interminable curtain calls. Mm. Two is plenty. Always leave the morning more, hey, Uncle Mike? Words to live by, Cousin Brooke. <laughs> Come on, everybody in for a group hug. No, I don't want to hug anybody. Shut up, Edward, and lean in. We're a team, remember? Let's celebrate like one. Come on, Ed. You know you like it. <laughs> well... I do like it when you put your arms around like that, see? I'm sure she doesn't feel the same, Edward. Now huddle in close, everyone. Come on, River, join in. The stage manager is just as much as part of the success of the show as anyone else. (laughs) Yes, come on, sis. Slip in next to your big bro. Look, everyone, I just want to say how proud I am of everyone. It has been a challenging couple of months, but by working together, we have created art and will hopefully start some engaging conversations around town with this production. Only 23 more performances to go. Yes, and I need to leave this little love fest now and get to work so that I can have our second one tomorrow night. No rest for the wicked, eh, River? Well, that's enough out of you, Brick. Now get out of that costume so we can make sure it is clean and ready for tomorrow night. And that goes for all of you. Off to the dressing rooms or off with your head. <laughs> and the real boss has spoken. I shall see you all upstairs in the foyer for drinks and debauchery. <laughs> um, Ed, you'll have to let go of me so we can obey our stage manager. But I like having my arms wrapped around you like this. I admit. I like it too. Perhaps we can both go back to a dressing room? I think I left something there earlier. What are we doing, Ed? What would you like me to do, see? I shouldn't. Shh. Let's talk about this in the privacy of your dressing room. Yes. I guess so. See? 
Yes, sir. You were magnificent tonight. So are you. <laughs> you finally mastered the art of the return compliment. The Players was written and produced by Samsara, the theme music is by Embryo, and the Shakespeare voiceover is by Shane Grant. The Players features Jack Avery as Flora Drummond, Joe Boyd as Karana, Daniel Brasher as Frank Medford, April Gareffa as Emerald Bannister, Justin Groves as Brick Morello, Axel Gunn as Michael Bannister, Melanie Hayden as Sophia DeMondo, Scott Knight as Edward Drummond, Imbi Lely Ling as River Morello, Jacqueline Lombardo as Sienna Bannister, Marie Shefford as Ruby Drummond, and Damien Valletta as Henri. On Sunday, we bring you Box Set 7, which sets up the grand finale. Everyone has a tipple or two opening night party, Henri and Ruby seem to be very friendly indeed, and Sophia strikes out with Edward. We are on Twitter, and you can follow us by searching Samsara's Dramas. You can also take the opportunity to tell us what you think about the players, or any of our dramas so far. We would love to hear what you have to say. If you liked this episode, please leave a tip by clicking on the tip jar link in the show notes. You can also become a regular financial subscriber if you want to help me continue making this show. Just follow the link to the tip jar in the show notes and it will tell you how. And remember, do what you love and do a lot of it. Skip. Ugh, f- Go away. <laughs>